What's up, everyone? This episode of the podcast is just a short conversation with my good friend, Charlie Stevener. We talk about his trip to Romania, how he grew up and always wanted to be in the military, and then how transitioning from being doing the most manly things to being married and having a little girl and what that's like. Just overall, one of my best friends and enjoyed having him over just to sit and talk in front of the microphones. I do have to apologize. It's all on me. The audio is not the best because I didn't instruct my guests to sit there and talk directly into the microphone like I should have beforehand. So I apologize to everybody about the audio and I apologize to Charlie about that. But we still had a great conversation and I hope you enjoy the episode with me and Charlie Stevener. All right, here we go. Okay. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> so where did you, where did you uh, how did this whole Romania thing happen? Okay, so the unit I'm in with the National Guard, um, we, always, we, we do um, Eastern European training, so it's all geared towards combat if like Big Bad Russia decides to do something. And like countries like Romania or Poland or anywhere, anywhere on the Eastern Bloc is what we're geared towards. Uh, what we call the speed bump mission. <laughs> the speed bump mission? Yeah. Basically, we jump in with like uh, a backpack and some bullets and uh, try to survive against tanks. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's pretty much, that's why it's called, I mean, that's why they call it the speed bump. We, we're the first to get there within 18 hours, slow them down before all the big heavy stuff can finally make it there, uh, you know, within 48 hours after that. So, yeah. Basically, throwing a bunch of spit wads at um, Russian tanks. Does it work? Uh, I mean, it's it's all it's all laser tag. So I don't know if anyone who's ever military knows what Miles Gear is, which sucks and doesn't work most of the time. But um, like vehicles and people have um, these laser harnesses on, so it's just like army laser tag. And then there's there's uh, observers out there to you know adjudicate what happens. So if a tank comes and you know you shoot it with the appropriate um, weapon, you know they'll kill it for you. So, um, but this this one was uh, called uh, Saber Guardian. So it was a joint, another joint mission with like multinational organizations. So it's like uh, us when and uh, the one seventy third out of Italy, the eighty second out of uh, um, Fort Bragg, North Carolina, um, as well as like the Fulgori, which is like Italian Rangers, is what they call them. It sounds cool, but they're not very cool. <laughs> <laughs> It's not, if you think American military, just think of, like, the lowest American military, and that's what the Italians best Oh, is. no. So, uh, but the Italians were there, the Germans were there, Spanish were there, too, which they were they were pretty interesting. Did you all have to mingle with each other? A little bit. Like, we, you wind up running into each other, like, we all, we all jump, like, so we're all, everyone's prepped and has different objectives, so there's, like, a simultaneous, um... Airborne insertion into three different countries, so three different groups had three different missions. So like the group I was with, we had uh, where we jumped was Canadians, um, Americans, us, you know, and then uh, Spanish were there. Whereas like where the eighty second jump, they had um, Italians over there, I believe, and some Germans. Oh, and we had Germans too. Sorry. Um, and then uh, whatever the other objective, like country was, I don't, I don't remember what all was there, but similar thing. It's just always it's always a mixture of. Uh, you know, multiple multiple countries that are like all work together. Like, okay, we're all gonna go fight together and have some fun. <laughs> <laughs> do they? Do all the planes like fly over y'all? Jump at the same time? Yeah. So it's because uh, I'm, I'm picturing like what that looks like. You, it's something that you can't 
miss if these planes are flying straight over. Yeah. You know, yeah. you're just walking down the street to get your groceries. Like, what's all that stuff? Is this, yeah. Yeah. Is this World War Two? What's going yeah, on? Yeah, pretty much. Like, if you watch anything from, like, Band of Brothers um, to, uh, like, uh, what is it? What's it? Bridge Too Far. Like, it's just a long train of, of aircraft uh, making multiple, multiple passes and multiple drops. So, like, I think we had... Uh, Twelve to fifteen aircraft on this one, so they all they all fly in line, dropping heavy equipment and personnel, you know, all, all in a straight, and then making multiple passes. So if you're not unfortunate to be on the uh, the second or third lift or third pass, you're uh, going to be flying around the plane for a little bit because it's when you have a long trail like that, it's usually like a thirty minute to hour long turnaround sitting in the bird. So not necessarily. A, the most uh, comfortable ride. The most fun. What do you do once you hit the ground? Okay, so after you, we, you know, exit the aircraft. Like, so this is, you know, three days of prepping for this mission um, after arriving. So we, like, showed up there. We had, you know, we got the mission. It's like, hey, this is what's going on. So we have our, our train up, you know, prep for it, and then we all jump. So after we all jump, which was, that was an interesting one. So we're jumping a ton of weight this go around. So I think it was... Around seventy pounds of equipment on top of the parachute, so which is another hundred pounds. Is that all you like your gunnings? Yeah, so that's like your ammunition, rifle, everything. Ammo, like which is blanks because it's all training. Yeah, um, and then your food, your water, because there's no resupply for at least twenty four hours. So you got to pack what you need to be able to walk, you know, a marathon essentially in a, in a day and a half or so, and be able to survive with food and all that good stuff. So really, no sleeping stuff. It's just all bullets and. And what we call beans and bullets, so food, food, water, and ammunition. Um, but so everyone has different objectives and different assembly areas. Um, so it's a this was a brigade size element. So um, we're we're a battalion, which our battalion has um, three different line companies, which is infantry, airborne infantry. So there's like hundred man companies, and then we have a heavy company, which is uh, vehicles so anti tank. You know they have. Bazookas, essentially, in you know, dumb dumb terms, <laughs> they kill tanks. And That's then, what I mean. Heavier, heavier weapons. You know, they they can actually you know show up and help us maneuver quicker than just a bunch of dudes running around with body armor on. Yeah. Not even body armor. When we jump, we don't use body armor because it's too heavy. <laughs> so it's just a t-shirt and your gear and your and your and your rucksack. Um, but anyways, everyone has different assembly areas. It's all a night jump. Um, so you hit the drop zone. Hopefully you land where you're supposed to. This one was all kinds of misdrops, so it's very, I guess, worst case scenario. Figure out where you need to go and get there. Um, so we assembled. Um, along with all the companies have their assembly areas, they, and we just move out to our objectives. And there's there's different ways how that works. So um, certain objectives don't get hit till other things have been taken first. So you know people secure the perimeter of an area. And then, you know, whoever has, you know, this piece, okay, we got to capture all these um, hangars before we can move on to, to secure the airstrip and, you know, the, the control tower and everything. So everyone has a different piece, a different part um, to, to fulfill, essentially. So um, I think after we had, once in with us, what we call them, they're, they're, it's called helicopters. So little groups of paratroopers. So what happens is, you know, if you've seen Band of Brothers or any of those other movies, guys just run, wind up. Find hey you, hey you, hey you, hey. Okay, cool. We all know each other. We're all going to the same place. Let's start walking this way. And then you pick up stragglers and either send them along their way of their company or they become part of your company. Like, hey, you're coming with us, man. So, um, so that was kind of interesting. It was very, very realistic training as much as it can be, especially with guys on the uh, 
uh, you know, enemy all over the place. So it's like pretty realistic. Um, but yeah, we move out to objective, secure, um, different areas. You know, there's always intel- military intelligence, which tells you there's only a squad of guys, and it turns out it's like company strength. So, so that's interesting. You wind up, wind up taking some casualties, and it's intentional to make it as hard as possible because if you can train and win in the hardest situation, then you know when you fight the real fight, it's you know it's a lot easier. It's a pretty cool. How many times do you guys run through it? Uh, so this is just straight go. It's like you hit the ground and like well, it's not even when you hit the ground. When we before we even take off, once you're, you're like, hey, this is your mission. It's it's legit go time. Like the enemy. As intelli- you know, people playing spy all over the place. So you don't talk about the mission. You don't talk about anything. You don't. Nothing. Nothing leaves the secured area as far as like the map of what's what's going down on the objective and what's where. You don't take anything written on you. You don't take any maps really. You know, only certain people have maps. They keep it you know quite as possible. Like the old the old adage is like loose lips sink ships. War too. Well, it's the same thing. Like there's always intel trying to be gathered for the enemy to get the trying to get an upper hand. Um, so it's just one time go. You're going through it. Like so, for this case, you know, we had to secure um, a middle. There's like a middle section before all the hangars, so that had to be taken first. In my company, which is Alpha Company, we had to take that. Um, so it's really just like a, a strip of road with a couple of dilapidated, dilapidated buildings and then a bunch of like hilltops um, in the middle of this open field. So there's really no good way to to take it other than just to like you know charge forward. <laughs> So, what happens if you get shot though, and you're a casualty? So, so you play the play the good is the game with that too. You mean you, your laser tag equipment goes off, or or uh, an observer tells you, hey, you've been hit. You know, you, you assess that. Um, but with with us, you know, it's fighting first, and then you take care of your buddy. Because if I go to fix you, then I'm not fighting, and then I become a target as well. You know, I'm not I'm not putting down you know hate on the enemy. Essentially, so. But like, um, like, so if you get hit, do you come back and still practice the training? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So, or, so yeah, yeah. So it's it's uh, the objective, you know, to make it realistic, so you can continue the fight later on. You know, you'll take. I think we took like fifty percent casualties, which is you know kind of expected because it's not a not an easy fight. Um, but after the end of that little objective, pull everyone's back. You know, we go. You do a little. Uh, after action report, you go over. Hey, this is what, what could have been better. This is what we, what we did great. You know, um, discuss all that, and then everyone's you know respawn essentially. That and seems like just, so much to do with that many people, though. Yeah, it's it's a lot of moving pieces because this is a company objective. So you've got three platoons of thirty guys um, plus the uh, uh, headquarters element, which is another you know fifteen or so. So that's your you know commanding officer and first sergeant and medical personnel and the mortar section. Um, which is your like company level fire support, um, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's very realistic. So if you need you know fire somewhere, you've got it locally to help out. And then as well, like each platoon has its own weapon section. So like for example, I'm the the weapon squad leader. They call it the weasel. Um, but I've got two machine gun sections, and I've got an anti tank section, with, uh, uh, which basically a new age bazooka with uh, laser range fighting, optics, and all kinds of. Cool guy stuff now. Yeah, <laughs> just yeah, a, little easier, a little easier, little easier hit stuff. Um, but yeah, that's basically it. You know, we just took the objective. You know, we secured the airfield um, for follow-on. So what, what you do is like we're the the foothold essentially. So we take the airfield, um, you know, anywhere in the world, and then our follow-on 
you know, tanks and, and all the other ground troops show up after that to push out from the little, the little beachhead. But, uh, and like I said, in the airborne up, like 50% casualties is expected because birds are going to go down, guys are going to get shot, which is kind of funny because the uh, aircraft we had, I think, four or five not, um, not make it as far as they had mechanical issues, so they had to turn back around and, and go back to, the, uh, to Germany to the uh, air, main airfield we were at. Um, so we had a significant amount of guys not even on the ground. So it was already running a company minus on a mission that, you know, <laughs> that needs a full company, really. Yeah. But you make, you know, like I said, LGOPs, you know, we make do with what we got and uh, just go. Do you enjoy it? Like, you still have a lot of fun doing it? Yeah, that's probably the most fun part is doing, like, the real um, realistic training because a lot of other stuff is just... You get tired of doing the same thing. Every year, you got to do requalification of weapons. Every year, you got to do recertification on live fires as far as um, at the buddy team, the squad level, the platoon level, the company level. So every year, it's the same thing. Rinse, repeat, rinse, repeat, rinse, repeat as far as the lead-up training. Um, some variation in that. So it's still fun, right? especially when we do live fires. You're shooting free, free bullets, free guns. You know, Who doesn't love that? Uh, but uh, when we get to these big training annual training events where we go and, and there's actually people there fighting back um, and it's all a different landscape you've never seen it before it's a lot more entertaining yeah it's exciting fun. yeah it's almost gets, exciting gets the blood moving yeah exactly <laughs> yeah brings back little you know memories from old days of deployments and stuff so yeah and you see you always seem like you enjoyed that stuff man yeah yeah for sure it's definitely the, the best part of it and then just watching guys progress so like that's like the culminating event of the year you know every year we come around the summertime and that's our big training event to really see how new guys we got or guys who are newly put in leadership positions see how they act and grow and learn um so yeah but that was like the, the main objective and then and then we had follow-on missions after that so we air assaulted into the uh, uh carpathian mountains which is uh i think it was a 30 minute flight uh, via helicopter, so that was fun. Um, but it was a lot of elevation. I think we were at like 4,000 feet or something like that. So it kind of sucks, especially when we're used to Texas. Uh, <laughs> and then going up and down up and down the mountains again, walking around with 60, 70 pound packs. You know, breathing heavy. Breathing heavy, yeah. I mean, there was one point we were going up and it was uh, it was it was more than 60% gray like going up this mountain. It was sucked. And we probably walked like five miles before we actually got to a stopping point to prep for an ob- another objective. You know, like, hey, there's an enemy, you know, observation post over here. That's what you're going to go find it and take care of it kind of thing. So. Man, what, 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 when did you decide to go into the Army? Because it was your, was your dad or your... No, I had like relatives that did it. But yeah. Like my, no direct parents did. Like my, neither of my parents were in. But like my grandpa, on my uh, uh, dad's side, you know, he was in the Navy and, and uh, as a corpsman, so he was with the Marines at Guadalcanal in World War Two. And then I, I got lots of great uncles that were in World War Two and Vietnam and things like that. So I just know a lot of people. I always and I always wanted to be in the military. Like when I was like five, I, I had like the the Ballad of the Green Berets memorized. <laughs> so <laughs> That's like, awesome. Yeah, yeah. So like it's been a long time thing. You know, I did A and M, I did the Corps and all that, and then. After school, I decided to enlist instead because I wanted to, to fight instead of push paper. <laughs> yeah. So, well, yeah, that was I could... back in 2008. That was a long, long time ago. A yeah, long time yeah, 11 ago. Years. And then, I mean, 11 years total service between 6th Academy and, and 5 in the National Guard, which the, 
the National Guard is, is uh, this unit's not like any other unit because, I mean, we do three- and four-day drills every month and then the three-week annual training instead of just, you know, two weeks. All the other units, you know, we call them like beer barbecue units. They show up. And hang out. <laughs> beer we, barbecue we, actually, we actually do stuff to accomplish, accomplish goals and tasks that, you know, we have. But the uh, Texas National Guard, you know, section has lined out for us and then the Army in general because, you know, we're part of a bigger picture as opposed to just handing out food for pet floods and stuff like that. So you've always known that you wanted to be in the yeah. military. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you know for sure Army? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think... Maybe at one point I was thinking Marines just because, you know, movies when you're a kid, you don't know any better. But after a while, I was like, no, I'm like, there's no, I don't want to be a Marine. You know, I, I don't need crayons or glue, so I'm going to be intelligent for that sense. <laughs> don't need crayons or glue? Yeah. That would be my set. No, I, I would go in that side then. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you see, you see a, a, a push pop, but everyone else sees a, a, a glue stick. <laughs> Well, this, that, like, ever since I've known you, like, that's all I can see and hear you talk about, mm-hmm. and, like, you eat and breathe it, so it makes sense, I guess, but yeah. from five, knowing that you want to go in is pretty cool, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. to have that clarity. Yeah, just always like, yep, I'm going to be in the military at some point, yeah. Yeah, no second guessing. Mm-hmm. And then six years, yeah. active duty, yeah. what what caused you to get out? Uh, finishing school, because, like, I mostly finished A&M. And then uh, it was just at a point where I was like, I'm missing. I felt like I was missing out on everything. So I was like, well, time to go fight. So I left. <laughs> and so that's when you came back and we met at the gym, right? Yeah, exactly. That's how we became friends because uh, I saw you and I was like, who's this queer? Yeah, kind of <laughs> <laughs> this, this man bun and his, uh, his, his wannabe Viking beard. Yeah, wannabe Viking beard. Uh, plywood, plywood flat chest. It was... <laughs> It was a good beard. Yeah. It was a good beard. Yeah, it was good. You grow a good beard. Yeah, it was solid. Why do you do that? The kids miss it all the time. They want the full, big, long Yeah, the full beard's definitely a lot uh, lot cooler. It's like a, you know, fun errand. It's cooler until, like, the wife doesn't want it. Yeah, it's true. "Mm, That's not so cool, then. That's that's why the wife, (laughs) you know, you get your clean cut, you know, professional haircut. (laughs) Yeah, my professional haircut. (laughs) Yeah. Gotta Gotta look nice and pretty. Yeah. I look tactical. Mm, I mean, that's a big one. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll get you there someday. <laughs> someday. someday. Uh, right now, you just said you're queer. This is the, cra- <laughs> the crazy thing Kim and I were talking about the other day was uh, how, like, we really didn't even work out that much, you mm-hmm. and me. Like, it, our timing was all off because my job, the way I oh, worked, yeah. and where you had to go, you know, where you had to go, uh, I don't even know if you were in school at the time. We just, when we were there, we just had fun. But then we hung out outside of the gym more than we yeah, hung out yeah. inside of the gym, yeah, sure. which which is pretty cool. And that's what uh, I was talking to her about. Like, you can see like the real friends you have whenever. Yeah, it's not just at the gym. Yeah, it's not yeah. just a gym friend. Like, mm-hmm. you really care about the person. I was like, yeah. we always like make it a point to call or text, you know, mm-hmm. whether it's random, just you know, just to BS or whatever, see what the other person's up to. So, um, I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. And the very and then first, I, you know, I crushed your 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 heart when I got married. First, yes. So. Yes, you did. But at least you, at least you put me in the wedding. Yeah, so, yeah, exactly. You know, so I was close. Yeah, the beer angel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There was lots of beers at your wedding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that was a good time. Yeah, it was, yeah. man. It was fun. So <clears throat> then you have you have all this stuff and uh, all of your shooting, mm-hmm. your manliness, like 
everything comes out. Whether you're working out, mm-hmm. you're shooting guns, we're hunting, whatever we're doing. Yeah. Like, you've, you're always Charlie, 100%. Mm-hmm. Honest, don't care what anybody thinks about you, just say it. Um, and the, the military stuff, for people who don't realize, like, you really did. I can see where at five years old, this kid, like, he wanted to be in the Army. Yeah. Because he bleeds, like, manliness <laughs> in every sense of the term. So when somebody goes from an environment like that and all that stuff that you do, then you get back, now you have a wife, and then you have a little baby girl. Mm-hmm. Oh, so like transitioning to that. Yeah. yeah, transition from this to having a little baby girl and mm-hmm. the sensitive side coming on. I know you said, I don't have a sensitive side. Yeah, yeah. roommate don't cry. Yeah. <laughs> but we will No, I mean, it's good. You know, I mean, that's what's cool about it is because it's, it's like weekend, <clears throat> weekend warrior type work. So it's part-time. You know, I get my... Uh, my uh, fun with the boys on the weekend out of the way once a month and then it's go back to reality and not, you know. Do you think you could do that, like switch it off if you had to do it full time? Yeah, yeah. For, I mean, that's like, bef- you know, before even, I even thought about doing an active with the guard, like active duty time with the guard, which is, it's just like being in the military, um, you know, right, full time military because it is, but um, there's just a lot less people working full time for, for the company or whatever position I would take. Yeah. Um, but uh, I don't know. I just thought about it, but I just haven't done it. I, I decided I do go a different round, you know, with the fire service. Yeah. Because I just finished EMT and and uh, started fire training right now. So. But do you know you notice any change at all, or there wasn't any difficulty with Not you know really. like no. taking care of the baby? No, I mean it's just I just gotta you know when I come back. Uh, from the weekend, I got, it takes a couple of days to switch out of army mode and, and, and clean my language back up. I guess. <laughs> just like today, I was like, "Hey, Charlie, we have a car. I have a car full of kids. I'm going to be here at this time." Yeah. Just yeah. so you know, don't. don't yeah, like yeah, I'm at work and I'm hot because I'm you know working on these houses and stuff. Uh, you're doing a, a security and AD and all that kind of stuff. Uh, yeah, it's a little hot. I get a little agitated, so it's like. Uh, Army, Army mode kind of comes out talking. <laughs> That's where uh, I'd be driving down the road and talking to like you or Mike and the kids would be in the car and we'd get done with the conversation they'd be like their eyes would be like just gigantic and i go that's Army talk. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the way people talk in the Army. So now they think everybody in the Army talks like that. They're just like, oh, it's just Army talk. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that is kind of how everyone talks. Like, if you're not military though, you don't get a pass on that. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah. the kids you're don't... You're just an asshole. Yeah. Like that yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they're uh, home training, I guess. Yeah. But, I mean, I think I I guess a lot of people would think that a guy that does your line of work from, like, I don't know, whether it's TV or whether it's just complete douchebags of dudes, Mm -hmm. they couldn't make that transition. You make it, like, real easy, and that's why I asked you that. Like, you know, just because... Like, some people, it's just their their mental, I guess... Abilities or uh, resiliency, I guess, or whatever, like for, for to be able to handle things. Like, I've done a lot of things in the military, I've been on two deployments, like, I've seen a lot of stuff, doesn't bother me. I don't have sleeping problems, I don't have any issues, I don't have PTSD, I don't have any problems. Like, I just doesn't bother me. I don't know if that's just the way I grew up or just who I am as a person. I mean, I had plenty of buddies who hunted and did all that stuff. Some of them had issues with what, what went down in war. I mean, well, this I is. Just, I just didn't. It doesn't bother me. I don't know. I think it's this important. is the. This is the crazy thing. We always hear about the ones that have it, and yeah. we never hear about the ones that don't have it. Sure. Which is probably well, out- that's the majority of it. 
Yeah, majority yeah. of people don't have any issues. I'm not. I'm. I'm yeah. not at all. It's not take... knocking anybody who has issues. I mean, it just. It just happens. Yeah. Like everyone. Everyone's wired differently, and things affect people differently. So. Yeah. Well, that's. I guess that's what. I, I mean, I'm definitely not knocking these people that have it. It's a real thing. Oh yeah. Like for it's sure. definitely I mean, real. It's terrible it for me. Yes. You know, I mean, there's. Uh, I mean, civilians get it all the time in the EMT paramedic world. You know, because I mean, they see people getting shot, stabbed, you know, destroyed in car wrecks, you know, and they got to pick these, scoop these people up or and try to save them and it, some people can't handle it. Yeah, there's that. There's yeah. seeing all that, you know, all that crazy stuff. I think, oh, one of it, sensitive humor, people with sensitive humor yeah. seem to make it through that. And I mean, like, with a warped sense of humor sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, whatever very, it is. Very dark sense of humor. Yeah. So I had a, I had a really good friend of ours uh, where I grew up he was uh, what like he was in the fire department, but he did uh, investigations of the scene. Like he took all the pictures gotcha. and he investigated all mm-hmm. like the dead bodies on the ground. He got to see the worst of the worst stuff. Yeah, like yeah, he yeah. was having to get down into it mm-hmm. or whatever. I don't know what what his actual title was, but um, he had all these jokes and these pictures and stuff. You know, he would never do it out in the open. Yeah, but. He was saying that's how you get through and and, and you make oh, yeah. do. So it's like coping mechanism. For yeah, something. yeah, it's just a joke about it. Which I I guess I do that inadvertently a lot. Like I make a joke out of all kinds of stuff. Like I ruin I guess sweet moments is what my wife calls it. You know, like because I'm just I don't know. I, I'm funny all the time. I try to be funny all the time. So I mean, every now and then the jokes don't don't, don't hit. They, they whiff. You know, a lot of times they don't. <laughs> yeah. I guess what I think is funny in my head is not necessarily funny. That's exact, man. That is exact. That's what we do. Like we'll be watching a movie and Kim will be like, "You have no feelings. Like, what's wrong with you? You just laugh at this vibe. Like, she'll be hiding. She hides behind the door on Seal Team. I don't want to like throw under the bus, but she hides behind the door. What? She's watching my face, and all of a sudden, gunfire goes off, and I laugh. Like the guy gets shot oh, in the yeah, face. It's so, it's so cheesy. And like, that's a, that's a problem. Like she can't watch a lot of those movies with me, or I just have to be quiet because. The show, they do things or they wear the gear wrong, and it's just like no nobody does that, you know. But most people don't understand, don't get that. They yeah. don't see it, but I do. I see everything. Like the, the number one thing that is the most annoying on any movie with guns or TV shows is when they have a Glock. Glocks don't have hammers. Well, they go to point the gun at somebody, and the the sound people put the the hammer cocking sound in the thing. You know, like like it's, you, you know, nineteen eleven have a hammer. Yeah, you yes. And it's, that gun doesn't do that, <laughs> you know? Or, or they point a gun, a 1911, at somebody with a hammer forward, like, I'm going to kill you. Like, no, no, you're not, because the, the hammer's forward, and it's a single, single action pistol, so you're, 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 you're pointing nothing at me right now, but I don't know. <laughs> so, that's always the thing. The person in the show is like, oh my God, I'm so scared. Like, just grab it, it's not going to do anything. Yeah, he's not going to do anything with that. It's like a yeah, piece of metal not, he can hit you with. It's not ready to go. It's, he, he didn't, you know. It's pretty much a fair fight then. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, give you stuff like that. I just I noticed it all, but it just it's just cheesiness. Yeah, I mean, it's it's hard for them to make it totally realistic all the time. Um, maybe maybe if they got somebody that knew, but well, see, it's the thing though. They hire people. these these advisors in, in the movie industry, and they're they're like quote unquote former military, but yeah, it's like. Were they an officer? Because nine times out of ten, if it was an officer person, they don't know what the hell they're doing. <laughs> I mean, let's just be honest. But, you know, there's a reason I didn't go the officer route because you get no time and experience like fighting and in, in in the 
the environment, you know, like with the platoon, with, with guys like on the ground, whereas enlisted, like that's all you do. You just get really, 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 really good at fighting. Do you find it a super adrenaline rush? Like, are you addicted to that feeling of, like, the, the adrenaline of Maybe, the situation? Was, yeah, I guess in some ways. Like, that's kind of like you get a good rush. Like, like I said, like when we do the, the annual training, like, that's the part that, like, gets me the, the feels, you know, like, like, yeah, we're in the shit, like, we're doing, like, it's like getting, getting memories of, like, yeah, this is, like, what it was like when I was humping mountains in, in Afghanistan, you know, like, like, anything could go down kind of situation. Yeah. Uh, but more so with the jumping, because, I mean, like, I feel safe. I, I can be up on, like, a 30-foot ladder, and I'm kind of like, whoa, this sucks. Like, <laughs> I could fall and get really hurt. But when I jump out of a plane, that part doesn't bother me. I'm like, I got a parachute on, I'm good. Yeah. I guess that, just, that part of that just goes with being a jump master, I guess, and having, like, 50 jumps, you know, in my career so far. And just being experienced, like, no, like, yeah, I'm good. Like, I, everything's good. I'm going to be fine. And just being you. Yeah, yeah. It's the type of person, you know, some people are afraid of heights. Yeah, like, yeah. Everybody's yeah. all different, you know, different. Some people are less trusting of that thing. Like, I'm super trusting of the gear. Mm. I'm more afraid of operator error yeah then I, yeah, then so I am here like, so any, any jump issues like people get injured it's all it's all operator error like either you didn't you didn't exit properly from the, the, the aircraft or um, you know you you did something dumb and and you did something to, to cause a problem because we check you and you get you get you know there's a jo- whole job in the military which is packing parachutes and those guys have to get certified constantly so they and so you just trust it, like oh yeah, they know, and I know what to look for on the outside if there's a problem, you know, like when guys are rigging. That's what I say. Most of the problems are guys in proper rigging or or just don't jump out. And that's why we we always every time there's a jump we practice beforehand. Like you go through the the you know talk walk talk through and kind of ghost mirroring what you're supposed to do when you jump out of the plane and have to pull your reserve and checking your canopy and landing all that stuff. You do you practice falling. Before you jump, you practice exiting a, a fake wooden door with your static line and everything so we know you're safe and you're not going to do anything stupid. I love that. That was like the best yeah. quote ever. I mean, yeah, you got to break it down Barney style. That's how we do it. You, you, you know? practice falling before you jump. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, because you, you got guys who are trying to land straight leg and then, you know, like, well, you do that, you're going to break everything and then you're not going to be walking home. Yeah, well, I mean, that it makes sense. That, like anything in life that you do, you want to practice that thing first. Yeah. Before you jump. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because I mean it's I mean it's real. Every every jump is is like new um, training data for the military. Like, okay, we jumped at this height, at this elevation. If this was the humidity outside. This is what the temperature was. This is what the wind was doing. I mean, everything's different. So it's just more data getting collected. So we're just a bunch of test monkeys, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> a bunch of test monkeys. Yeah, every time. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I guess we're getting close to you having to go, huh? Yeah. Yeah, have to do another one of these sometime. I don't have to do it. Oh heck yeah! Anytime, dude. Sure comes up. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Anytime. We'll have to do one actually, like right after we shoot guns. Yeah, yeah. That's what we can do. We can uh, we can do after do some some train ups and train up train up with you and see how uh, how uh, hopefully I don't embarrass you too. I'm ready, dude. Shoot. Put me in, coach. Yeah. You saw you saw me shoot that last time. Oh yeah, that he, last time was good. Yeah. yeah, I sucked more than you did. I think I was just like. <laughs> No I had, way. Like, too much of an audience that day. No way. No way. You got you and uh. Well, yeah. Okay, I guess by my standards, I shot poorly. Who right. was it? Andrew was out there. Yeah, Andrew was out there too. Yeah. So we're just we're sitting there, just so everybody knows, and we've got our. And I'm not. I've shot a gun. Yes, I know how it works. Yes, 
but I have a great coach in him, and they're way better. And uh, they get their pistols out, and I'm shooting, bang, bang, ding, 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 bang, bang, ding, you know, like that. And then they go, they both go, and it's just like, bing, 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 and they're done. Like, they're finished with the whole thing. I'm like, that is impressive. Not one miss, all the metal targets, ding, by the time I've shot, like, four bullets. <laughs> I didn't shoot competitively while I was on that community, so yeah, that was just like fun. Oh, I think it's so impressive. Stuff. It's so awesome. Yeah, yeah I was just trying to do all the, the dumb stuff, like shooting with the gun upside down, yeah, and, and doing in betweener and stuff. So I liked the stress shoot the best, though. Yeah, yeah, the we stress shoot was the we best. Bring, we just need, we bring like kettlebell and uh, and barbell and some weights and stuff, and gotta go crazy with it. Maybe yeah. you can get like a uh, uh, one of those. Uh, Training sandbags, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that would be good. There's, there's, there's like a, uh, there's an actual um, stress shoot um, uh, competition thing I've gone to a couple times, and it's pretty good. So maybe, maybe we'll get you trained up, and then we'll go do it one time. Oh, heck <laughs> yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah. So that would be super you, cool. Get you all kitted out, and then you, maybe you'll be tactical. Then, then yeah. I'll be tactical. Yeah, maybe we'll graduate you. I'll be able to shoot the gun to go with a haircut. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> you might have to have your long hair for that, just so you can, you know. Yeah, flow in the wind, and we get some, some good video footage. The problem with my hair is so thick, and if it's humid, it just stays back like I'm still running. Yeah. But I'm stopped. So it looks like you like a car that's just sitting. Yeah, 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 yeah. It slows down, but it looks <laughs> if, I, if I'm looking at you, it looks like the wind's blowing real hard. I just turn, and it's like still stuck this direction. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Well, thanks, Charlie. Yeah, it was a good time, Mary.